guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's Faith Mariah. I have some really good stuff for you guys today. We have so much good stuff for you guys coming out. I'm so excited. All of December, I'm doing an email series with tips about how to make more sales at the end of the year, how to get your revenue up before January 1. And I'm just really excited about it. I love talking about sales and coming up with ideas for things to sell. I'm going to be planning on doing some live streams in the Facebook group. I'll be sending out some emails. I just wrote one that has ideas of things you can sell. Today on the podcast, I have a replay from a training I did last year. This is a live stream we did in the Facebook group, and it is just about how to make more money at the end of the year and how to bring more money into your business. It's a really good pep talk. I think it will just start getting your wheels turning and thinking of ideas of like, how could you bring that money in? What could you do? What could you offer? And I just hope it inspires you to take some more action. I'm like, it's not over till it's over. We talk about this in the mastermind where we're like, the launch doesn't start until the last day. Like 2022 does not start until December. I was just getting warmed up. December (laughs) is going to be our biggest month of the year. And I hope you have that energy in your business as well. And I hope this helps inspire you to do that. Make sure you're on the email list. Make sure you're on the wait list for the Becoming Boss Mastermind. We will be opening doors again in January. You definitely want to be there in 2023. It is going to be amazing. Okay, you guys, I hope you enjoy the pep talk. I will talk to you guys later. What are you guys up to? I was going to talk about the end of the year things um, and kind of like the mindset for the end of the year, the vibe you're going to set for the end of the year and going to into the end of the year with a lot of intention. I think it's easy this time of year to kind of get swept away where you're just kind of like going with the flow. There's a lot of stuff going on. But I would ask you guys, like, what intentions do you want to set for the end of the year in regards to your business? So I always tell the mastermind, there's no right or wrong. A lot of times, especially new entrepreneurs do this thing where they're like, there's a right amount for me to be working. Um, And if I worked more hours, more hours equals more success. You just want to be aware that hours worked only matter if you're an employee. So employees sell their time for money. So the amount of hours you work really matters when you're an employee, right? It basically dictates how much money you can make. So it's like, how much money can you make? Can you work more hours? That's that. But entrepreneurship is, can you provide more value? We get paid for the value that we put into the world. So how can you provide more value for more people? It doesn't actually have anything to do with hours. And I'm just offering this to you because a lot of new entrepreneurs think I have to work more hours. And if I stop working, that will equal the business failing, which I'm just going to offer as a very unhelpful mindset for you to be in. And there's no right or wrong amount to be working, right? There's no like amount that you work and then you get to be successful and then an amount that you don't work and then you fail. There's only like, can you provide people value and communicate that to people? And so what would be more helpful to focus on instead of like, how many hours can I work more? I need to be doing more, right? I coach on this literally all the time in the mastermind. The thought I should be doing more is very toxic and it's toxic because it feels useful to you. I just did a podcast about this. I think it comes out next week about thoughts that feel useful that actually like keep you stuck and do the opposite. So 
I should be doing more feels like to us that that will help us get more done. If I keep telling myself I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing enough, I should be doing more, that that will create more productivity. And it's sneaky because it does the opposite. It actually creates less productivity. It's actually a very toxic, unuseful thought. And that's a story for another day. But what I would say for the end of the year is I would decide how much do you want to work and like what are your intentions and priorities for the end of the year? I love the end of the year. I love working a lot in my business the end of the year. I also, I don't have kids. I don't have a lot of family here. I don't have a lot of like extra holiday stuff going on. Like I love like really working on the business and I love casting a vision for January and starting now. So I figure out what my goals and resolutions are for next year. And then I start working on them now. So that way on January 1st, I have a lot of momentum. That's how I like to spend December, but there's no right or wrong way to do it. You can also just like take time off and just love it. (laughs) So so this is why entrepreneurs get burnt out is because they take time off and then they're like, I should be doing more. I should be doing more. I shouldn't be resting. I should be working. And that's very unhelpful to you. So what would be more helpful is you decide ahead of time, how, what are you going to get done this season? This I'm always like, it comes in seasons, right? So this actual season of December, how much do you want to work? What do you want to get done? And then you just decide that. And then you think clean about it, which means this is how I teach decision-making too in the mastermind. You guys ready? You make the decision. There's no right or wrong. There's only being efficient and fast and making progress and being slow. So, and what I mean by that is like when you're thinking and putting off a decision, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? That's being slow. (laughs) And we think there's a right or wrong. We're like, I have to think about this a lot so I can pick the right one. And it's like, there is no right or wrong. There's only being fast and you being slow. (laughs) So, so you want to make the decision quickly, make the decision. And then you put your brain to work thinking about why that's the best decision for you and why you love it why you love it, why you love that you're going to work a ton or why you love that you're not going to work at all or why you love that you're doing a mix of both. And you don't indulge in any thoughts about the plan that I made is wrong. Like you really put your brain to work deciding that your plan is right. And why is your the plan the perfect plan for you? And why did you decide to pick it? And you don't indulge in like thinking how you don't like your plan or your plan is wrong or so-and-so is working more and you're never going to make money because you're not working enough hours or blah, 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 right? You don't do that. You just make the decision and then you put your brain to work thinking about why you love that plan and you love your decision and why it's great. You can do this with any decision, right? You just decide and then you you make the conscious choice that you're not going to re-decide, right? A lot of people waste a lot of time remaking decisions. They'll be like, I'm going to do this well, wait, maybe, maybe actually I'm going to do this. And then it's like, you know, two days later, it's like, you know what, you know what, I'm going to do it the other way. The other way is better. (laughs) It's like, you decide consciously, I'm not going to remake decisions. I only make decisions one time. And once I make a decision, I go all in and I don't indulge in thoughts about why my decision could be bad or wrong. I only indulge in decisions about how fucking right I am. (laughs) Just like I made this decision and it's the best. And you could just decide to think that, right? And deciding to think that is going to help you. So this is the other thing I wanted to say. It's like, if you want to make money before the end of the year, make some fucking money. Like, don't count yourself out. And people love to buy things all year, right? I saw in one of my coaching groups, 
people have been really going on to the thought about like people love to buy coaching in December, but you can just be like, people love to buy in December. People love to buy from me in December. It's so easy to sell in December. You could think that any month. That's just a thought, right? But you see how that's a helpful thought? Like people just love to buy in December. They love to buy for me. You could find a lot of evidence for that of how people love to buy for in December. And then I would offer if you're in the mastermind, rewatch the hundred air retreat. And if you're not in the mastermind, I'll just tell you what it is. Make a $97 product and sell five of them and you will make $500. So, I mean, you can do that. Like that's available to you. What would you need to make where you can over deliver at $97? What can you deliver to people that they already want, that they want to pay for, for $97? What can you make that's like the best thing, most exciting thing ever? and sell it for $97? How can you create urgency so people want to buy it? Maybe it's a $300 product, but the first five people are getting it for $97. Maybe it's normally this price, but the first five people are getting these bonuses. Maybe it's whatever. Like, how can you create urgency? So you're like, hey, I created this awesome thing and you need to buy it right now. This is why. So either the bonuses are going away or the price is going up or it's closing. You're not going to be able to buy it. There needs to be a reason for them to take action. But it's a great product with a sense of urgency. And then you need to get in people's faces and pitch it and talk about it a lot and, and make sure people understand why it's great and why it's such a good deal. A lot of times people will make like these huge products and they'll underprice them. And they're like, I'm going to make this course. This should be a thousand dollar course, but I'm going to sell it for $50. And you think that that's going to create demand because you're making your stuff cheaper but it doesn't. Cheap doesn't create demand. So even if you make a $500 product and you price it at 97, you're like, this is worth so much. They're definitely going to want this. They don't. They don't. They only want it if you create desire by teaching them why they should pay for it, how it's going to help them, why it's the best thing ever. So the price never creates desire. Your messaging always has to create desire. So that can be with a free training, with your free content, with your posts, like are you telling people they don't know it's a good deal either if you don't tell them you got to tell them like hey this is usually five hundred dollars or like what other people are charging this where i'm giving you guys this deal and this is why i'm doing it this way and, and blah 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 right and you can create desire but price never creates desire people don't want cheap things because we just automatically think cheap is not good cheap is not quality cheap isn't going to work so cheap lowering prices doesn't actually create desire unless you tell them why it's valuable, right? So a lot of people don't want to pitch. They don't want to sell their stuff. They feel gross and weird and scammy talking about their products. They feel gross and weird and scammy selling their stuff. And so they underprice their things because they're like, I'm going to sell this $1,000 course for $50 and then I won't have to do sales. And that doesn't, it doesn't work. Like I'm sure probably a lot of you guys have had this experience even, right? It just doesn't work. <laughs> People don't want cheap things. So they're like, oh, that must not be that good. And then no one buys it, right? So even if you underprice your stuff, you still have to do marketing. And it's never the price. The price is never the reason people aren't buying. It's always that you're not conveying the value enough. They don't, they don't think it's worth the money. They don't think it's worth the money because you didn't tell them why it's worth the money, right? So just some ideas. So I'm just saying, if you want to make $500, just even do it this week. Like, you know, I think sometimes like giving ourselves a long time to do things really fucks people up. Like I think a lot of like a lot of, and it's interesting, right? Because a lot of new entrepreneurs come to me and they're like so overwhelmed and they're so busy and it's like everything's hard, right? 
give yourself less time to do things. <laughs> so, so if I wanted to make $500, $1,000 before the end of the year, I would just try to make $1,000 this week. I would just try. And then if you don't do it this week, then try again and then try again, but don't give yourself to the end of the year to hit your goal. And this is like what we do in the mastermind all the time with the 90 day goal setting is like, we're always trying to move, push to move forward. So you don't, so you are working on your goals before the end of the year. This is why I set 90 day goals because a year is way too long to give yourself to do anything. So I'm like, put it in a shorter time. Right. So I try to do, I'm always like, I want to do what most people do in a year in a quarter. <laughs> so I'm like, I give myself 90 days to do my yearly goal. And then I go to the next 90 days and I give myself 90 days to do the yearly goal. Give yourself less time to do things. So don't give yourself to the end of the year. If you want to make $500, make a $97 product, sell five of them and sell it this week before next Sunday. That's your deadline, right? And then if you get, if it doesn't happen, then just go to the next week and try to do it again. But what happens is people give themselves to the end of the year or, or months at a time. Like people give themselves months to launch courses um, and that makes things take a really long time and feel overwhelming. So give yourself less time to do things because when you give yourself less time to do things, you have more urgency and you're less likely to indulge in like the thought drama and stuff. If you're having a lot of thought drama, you should come to the mastermind. You should join Empire. You should obviously let me coach you through that. That's what I do, right? I help entrepreneurs get their mind drama under control so you guys can create epic results in your life and your business. But if you're not in the mastermind, <laughs> you're not in the coaching program with me, one of the hacks you can use to kind of bypass your own bullshit a little bit is just to give yourself less time and create some urgency. What happens is people give themselves a lot of time to do things. And then that creates the ability to indulge in a lot of, I don't know what to do. And I'm confused. And should I do it this or that way? It creates a lot of space for just always being confused. Nikki's always having the mind drama. Nikki, come to my call. I think I'm doing a call Tuesday at noon. Come to my call Tuesday at noon. Let's talk all about it. Um, I forgot what I was talking about, but you guys want to, oh, I was talking about like giving, giving yourself too much time to give things and being slow. Yeah. You want to give your, when you give yourself too much time to do things, you just end up like indulging in a lot of confusion and I don't know what to do. And should I do this? And should I do that? La 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 And you indulge in a lot of drama where you're like, I'm going to make a course and launch it in, in tomorrow. Like that starts to like it's gonna bring up your stuff but a lot of times that sense of urgency can kind of push you through the other side of it instead of just keeping you stuck and allowing you to like indulge in it indulge in it indulge in it indulge in it and that's where entrepreneurs get stuck most of the time by the time people come to me for coaching they've tried to take all these different courses and they're very very stuck energetically right because they're like i'm confused i'm confused i don't know i don't know am i good enough am i good enough and it's like it's kind of like when your car is stuck and you're just digging yourself in a hole <laughs> that's what it's like when you're not managing your your thoughts in your brain which we're not taught to do right so it makes a lot of sense that entrepreneurship is hard for people because it requires you to think a different way and to manage your mind in a much higher level than most people. And we're just not taught those skills at all. So you're very ill-equipped to start a business and become an entrepreneur for most of us. So we still got time. Don't count yourself out. If you want to make $500, make a $97 product, sell five of them, Try to do it tomorrow. Try to sell five tomorrow. <laughs> Try to sell five the next day. 
try to sell five every day, right? Give yourself less time to do things and put your brain to work solving a useful problem. So a lot of times, Nikki, when we're having mind drama, we're trying to solve problems that are either don't exist, they're future problems, problems we're gonna have in the future, problems we might have in the future. But it's like, does that problem exist right now? If it doesn't exist right now, you don't need to be thinking about it or spending any time solving it, it's not helpful. And you need to give yourself a problem that's useful. You need to give your brain something useful to do and it's not gonna wanna do it because it's lazy, right? I'm always like, your brain is like a big lazy house cat. It just wants to nap and watch Netflix, the easiest fucking thing we can do in the world, right? Um, and you want to give your brain a useful problem to solve and a useful problem to solve is like, how do I sell five fucking programs tomorrow? How do I sell five programs and make $500 right now? Not next week, not next month, not next year now. And that will start to get you into the energy of making money and go watch the hundred air challenge. If you want to do the perfect time to do a sprint. So you guys, like I said, in the beginning, you can take time off because it's holiday and it's family and it's whatever. But you can also like put a fire under your ass and do a sprint to the end of the year. Like you don't have to take time off. This time does not have to be overwhelming. It does not have to be stressful. All of that stuff is optional. And you can just decide you want to focus on your business this month. You can do that. You can focus on your family. There's no right or wrong way to do any of this. Like really, like it's just like make a decision and decide what you're going to do. But if you want to make money, Give yourself a deadline and make money now. Make a $97 product, sell five of them. That's $500. That's a good like chunk of money. Like that's not like change on the ground, right? You can do like real things with that. Um, and so make a $97, sell two of them. That's $200. Like that starts to become like real money and you need to practice doing sales, right? So if you can sell 10 by the end of the year, that's $1,000. Can you find 10 people that want to pay you $97 for something? I started emailing my subscribers after feeling overwhelmed and not understanding what to do. Yeah, you understand what to do by doing it, right? <laughs> so being confused when you're like, I don't know how to do something, that's just an excuse for not taking action. And it feels like really true. People get really mad on coaching calls when I say that's not really mad. You guys actually never really get mad at me in the mastermind, usually. But I can tell it, like, makes people feel a type of way when I coach them on this because of, like, you know, being confused is a really good excuse to not take action because it feels really true. You're like, but I don't know how to email them. It's like, you do know how to email them. You know how to set, have you ever sent an email in your life? Then you know how to email your list. <laughs> like, you do know how. And you could figure out how, right? If you've never done it, then, like, it's the perfect time to figure out how to do it. But thinking about how you don't know how to do it doesn't create any result, right? So you've got to like do, uh, thinking never creates clarity. It only creates more confusion. So when you're thinking, I don't know, that only creates more not knowing. And it only feels more true. This is why it's sneaky, right? So you think, I don't know. And then you're like, this is for sure true. And it just creates more not knowing, more confusion, right? Thinking always creates more confusion. Action creates clarity. I let it be a big deal for no reason, really. This is what our brains do, Nikki, but this is like a good thing to like look at because guess what? It's going to do that same thing. This same, this is what, but brains are consistent, right? So this is why I love this work. You can look at this. This is why I can coach you guys on, on the same stuff every week because everybody has the same patterns, right? And I'm like, this is going to, it's going to do this to you again. So you can look at the pattern of like what happened what was the fear that came up for you? 
what was it your brain kind of offering to you? What were the thoughts that were coming up? Because it's going to do the same fucking thing to you next week. It just will, right? And you'll play out the same patterns over and over again until you kind of get onto yourself. And sometimes you have to just kind of parent yourself and be like, listen, I'm not indulging in this anymore. I'm just not going to tell myself that I don't know what to do anymore. It's ridiculous. Like I'm over it, right? My brain, I always use this example. My brain always offers to me, everyone hates you. It's like, everyone hates you. No one likes your stuff. Everybody hates you. And it's like, I'm just not going to indulge in that thought anymore. At a certain point, I was like, okay, I'm done thinking about how everybody hates me. It's really unhelpful. And like, even if they do hate me, it's fine. Like, I'm just going to stop thinking that. And you can do the same thing with, I don't know. I don't know how, right? I don't know how is just a thought. And this is why it's sneaky because it feels like a fact. It's like, this is just the news. This is just how it is. Like, I don't know. This is just the way the world is. The sky is blue and I don't know how to email my list. And that's just how it is. And that's what your brain will offer to you. It's going to do it again, like next week or probably later today. It's going to be like, Nikki, you just don't know what to do. You're very confused. <laughs> Our brains are really dramatic. Wes has a really dramatic brain. It's like, Nikki, you're so confused. You just can't, I can't possibly figure out how to grow my list. And everyone hates you. And it's all very dramatic. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like a big dramatic story. It could just be like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm so done with this, right? Just like how when my brain offers me, like everyone hates me. I'm just like, I, I'm just not engaging in this. I'm like, that's, a, that's just a thought it's offering to me. And I'm, I'm going to choose not to engage in it. My husband lost his job last week and I just panicked and couldn't think clearly. Yesterday, I was like, I have to do this. I have no choice. Yeah, Nikki, so this is what I'll offer to you. I'm very sorry to hear about your husband's job. That sounds really hard and really stressful for sure. I'll tell you, like, the best way to make money is by not panicking, which is really hard to do, right? Especially when you're like, fuck, like I thought like life was going to be like this and now it's like this and then like everything feels very unsafe and uncertain. Just ground yourself in some safety. Like you are safe. You and your husband will figure it out. You will figure out how to take care of your family. You will be on the other side of this and it's going to work out. And from that place, you will be able to create more money quicker. Because what happens is when you're in a lot of fear and scarcity, Right. And I grew up poor. I totally understand this because there's sometimes things will happen that I just feel totally unsafe and I'm like totally freaked out. And it's so overwhelming and hard. And you just got to like ground yourself in some safety because when you're panicking and you're like, oh, my God, are we going to be OK? And what are we going to do? And I got to make money. And it's just blah, 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 that that energy. It's very hard to to generate the ideas that you need right now to make income. It's very hard to have the kind of problem solving that you need to have to get your business to work. Getting your business to work requires a lot of intentional thoughts and simple strategy and problem solving. And it's very hard to get all of those to line up when you're in a lot of scarcity and fear. And so I'm going to give you some advice that you might not like, but just hear me out. Because this is, I'm not saying this to diminish how you feel. You can be fucking scared and freaked out all you want. Um, But I'm your business coach, right? And I have to help you make money. And the best way I know to help you make money is like, you're just going to have to decide that you're not fucking afraid, right? And I had this happen. I've told this story before, but I had this happen during COVID. During COVID, March of 2020, my some of most of my money was coming from ad revenue and affiliate links 
from my website I had, right? That's where we were making the majority of my money and freelancing. I was still freelancing, right? And when COVID hit, all of the ad people like like held their money. And so ad revenue on my site went from like here to like here, like literally overnight. Um, a bunch of my freelancing clients were like, we don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to do the launch next month. We don't know if we'll have work for you. Um, and then the affiliate links and stuff too, like the just traffic and everything like wasn't working. And it was really scary because it was like, at that time also, like I didn't have any savings. Don't do that. Have savings for your business in your business account. <laughs> but at that time, I didn't have any, any savings in the business account or personally, I, di- I didn't have any money like extra, like, and I had people to pay. I had Brie, I think Brie was the only one working for me, but I had Brie to pay, which, you know, I just can't imagine like not being able to pay her. Right. And so I was really freaked and terrified. I was just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, I was just totally panicking, probably like how you feel right now where you're like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know what's going to happen. This is so scary. And I don't know if, I don't know if I can do this. And I just like woke up one day and I, you know, I had to like called up Brianna, like panicking where I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. And like my income just got cut in like eighth, an eighth of what it was overnight. And I don't know at that time also like COVID was very uncertain. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, my brother worked at the hospital. He was like getting called into the COVID unit. My mom is high risk. There's just a, and then like all of my money is gone. It just felt like everything the rug like just got pulled out from under me and I've been like coasting in a pretty good place. Right. And so it would have been easy to just stay in that mindset of just being totally freaked out and overwhelmed and scared. But I just decided I was just like, I am not going down like this. I was like, I am not to be fucked with. I'm not losing everything I've worked so hard for and I'm not going backwards. Right. And I had just been, you know, that was probably the first time in my life. Like I was like living not below the poverty line. I had been like poor my entire life. And like my business was finally like doing well. And I was just like, I am not going backwards. (laughs) It's just like, and I just decided, like, I literally made the decision. Like, I remember kind of like looking, like literally like looking in the mirror. This sounds so dramatic, but I was like looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, you are not fucking afraid. You're going to figure this out. Like, I'm not scared. And I just had to decide, like, I'm, and I, like, told Brie, too, I was just like, I'm going to get us out of this. Like, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to figure something out. And I'm going to get us out of this. I'm going to figure this out. I know that there's a solution. And so, you know, this is what I was talking about, too. Like, you want to put your brain to work, like, doing something useful and, like, panicking and thinking about all of the things you don't have and everything that's not working and everything that's uncertain, like, that's not useful, right? But if you can manage to like calm yourself down and be like, I trust myself. I've got this. I don't know how, but I've got this and I'm going to fucking figure this out. There is a solution to this. This is a problem I can solve, right? And then like get out your journal and just be like, what are a hundred things we could do to like bring in money? Like what could you do, right? And it's like our brains go to work thinking about what we can't do and what's not working. That's just how our brains are wired, right? They're wired to focus on negative things to keep us alive. That's what they do, right? So in this situation that you're in, your brain is going to focus on everything that's not working and and everything that's gone wrong and everything that's negative about the situation. And you're going to have to intentionally decide to put it to work 
looking at solutions and like, okay, well, what could we do? Like, could we sell our car? Could we, I don't know, like have a garage sale? Could we drive for Uber Eats? Could we apply for a thousand jobs? Could we sell coaching packages? Could we, and like literally like, and, and try to come up with like 500 things and like probably, you know, 498 of them are going to be bad ideas and that's fine. But that's going to be more useful to you because you're starting to like get your brain going in the way of like, there is a solution to this. There's a problem to this. And that's a much more just useful line of thinking than like, holy shit, everything has gone wrong. What has happened? This is the worst, right? And you can indulge in some of that, like for sure. Like I always tell you guys, like don't bypass your feelings. Like you can be fucking mad and sad and freaked out and like indulge in all of that. And then you can also decide like, okay, we're going to like pause that for a minute. <laughs> and like, what, what are some actual solutions here? Like what could be working in our favor? How, and this is the other thing. And I know, I know like this is hard to do when everything sucks, but like, how could this be working for you? Like maybe your husband's going to end up with a better job or end up with better hours. Or you guys are going to end up in a better situation. Um, and how can you start to see this as like, maybe you don't have to like, you don't even have to go to like, oh, it's all working for my good. You could just be like, but maybe things will work out. Like maybe things are working out. Like maybe things are happening for me. Like maybe it is going to be okay. Like start indulging in some of that stuff. And so it's like, you know, taking a little break from the panicking and the fear and the whatever, which is all very real and fine and like totally like normal that you feel like that, like anybody would, right? You can like just kind of be like, okay, brain, <laughs> we've done like panic and fear and sad and mad and all of the things. We're just going to table that for a little bit. We'll come right back to it. <laughs> you can just like literally tell your brain that like, okay, I know you're freaking out and that's fine. Um, and we're just going to take a little break. And then you just go over here and you're like, what are solutions? Like, what can we be doing? Right. And that all starts to like, hopefully give you some ideas. I thought about that. Like maybe this was supposed to happen. This is the kick in the butt I needed to get out there. Yeah. I mean, you just never know how things are working for you. Right. And for me too, like when that happened during COVID, I was so comfortable freelancing. Like it was so easy for me to work on the back end of people's businesses. I was making really good money. I was working like a lot of the clients I had were like my best friends. Um, I got to go on trips with a lot of them. I got to like go to retreats with them. Like it was a pretty like fun, easy thing for me. Right. And so then I had money from freelancing and I was investing that and I had like really good coaches. I had money coming in from the blog. It was like, I was just like, kind of like caked up and like made, I felt like at that time. Right. But when the freelancing money went away um, is when I started taking one-on-one clients and then we started making the mastermind. And then like, here we are today. <laughs> and like, I don't know that I would have, I don't know that I would have had the motivation to start coaching if I hadn't like lost that money. Right. And so at the time it felt like devastating. Cause I was like, I just lost thousands of dollars a month in income doing a job that I loved. Right. I really loved that job at the time. And I was like, you know, I got to make my own, I was still like self-employed. I got to make my own hours. I had tons of freedom. I was doing work. I really liked, I was learning a ton about marketing Right. And I lost this job that I love that was paying me thousands of dollars like overnight without like any warning. And I don't know that I would have had the the motivation really. I didn't have the time either to take on clients either because people had been asking me for coaching at that time for a long time. And I was just like, when? When am I going to do that? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't know when you guys think I'm going to coach you, but I'm like working all the time, which I was. Right. That's when I hired Bree. Bree was like just my 
VA assistant because I was like, I have so much work to do all the time. I need help. <laughs> but I would have never known that that was working for me as a point. And so you just never know how things are working in your favor, right? And so, you know, you you really don't know. And, you know, I know you're a spiritual person and I am too. And I'm just always like, sometimes like you just got to trust and decide that like God knows better. And even when it sucks, and even though when you're like, this for sure is the worst thing that's happening, it's just like, you know, maybe like the universe knows better. I use this example too. I like, I had this, like, <laughs> I was really upset this summer because I applied for this apartment, right? I'm finally like, I feel like I've finally like made it. And I had this big year in business and I wanted to rent this like really nice apartment in North Carolina when I moved up there. And I got denied like from renting from them. And I was pissed. I was so mad. And then I was like, so sad. And I was like, I've like, done all this work and like I can't even rent a place and like what is even the point of this and blah 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 blah. I was just feeling really sorry for myself but then I was like you know what like that maybe the universe is doing me a huge fucking favor like maybe something was wrong with that apartment or those people were gonna keep my deposit or they were gonna scam me or there was gonna be some kind of issue with the neighbor like there's a thousand things that I don't know about the situation and I'm like I'm just gonna decide because you get to decide to think whatever you want, right? And I'm like, I'm just going to decide to think that God is doing me a huge favor. And you know what? I dodged a huge bullet. And thank God, like, I didn't get that apartment, right? And I really started to feel like that. And I just started thinking about it. And I was just like, you know what, Faith? Like, maybe you don't know, like, what's best all the time. Like, maybe you need to just, like, you know, trust. And maybe, like, you know, I was like, maybe I'm going to end up in a better place, which I did. I've got a better apartment at a better rate, right? Whatever. At a better neighborhood. But I was like, you know, maybe this is working for you. And it's like, you know, you don't have to be in that energy all the time. Like I'm saying, like, it sucks. Like your husband lost his job, like be upset about that. And like, and and like feel all those feelings, but you can spend some time, like just spend a little bit of time, like thinking like maybe God does have my back and like, maybe something was going to happen to your husband at that job, or maybe who knows what was going to happen. Right. We just don't know. So it's like, maybe it is for the highest good of all. And maybe it's always for the highest good of all. And maybe there's some sort of lesson that we need to learn in this. Maybe there's some kind of blessing on the other side of this. And it sucks when you're in it because I know like when you're in struggle, it's very hard to like see the bright side. But that's just because of how our brains are wired, right? That's what I'm telling you. It's like our brains are wired to look at the negative and look at how it's not working and look at how everything sucks. It's what our brains are programmed to do. It's literally how they work. Right. And so just know, like when you're in the suck and you feel like everything sucks and it's horrible and it's not working, just know that that's all that's happening is like you're in a hard situation and your brain's doing what it's wired to do. And it's not because there's not blessings on the other side. It's just that your brain is predisposed to look at the negative because that's how it thinks it's going to keep you safe. Yeah, I'm going to change up my emails. It's going out tomorrow to offer one on one coaching. Yeah. Be like, hey. I'm offering a package. I'm offering the best package in all of the packages. I'm offering the best deal ever and offer them a really awesome deal and put a video of you in there pitching about why you want to help them with their relationship and how it's the most important thing you can do and why they should do it before the new year and how they can get started now. You don't have to wait till January 1st. This is Here you guys go. You want some like sales copy? <laughs> and if you're pitching right now, um, you know, send an email that's like, don't wait till January 1st, start now, 
And I have a special sale for you. I want to work with action takers. I want to work with women that aren't going to fucking wait. I want to work for people that, with people that are ready. And if you're ready, I'm going to offer you the special rate. That is my coaching package is usually this much, but for the next two people, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it available at this price. And I'm going to give you these bonuses because I want to work with people that don't wait people that don't wait for January 1st, right? And it's like, do you want to wait? I know Nikki's a relationship coach. Like, do you want to wait to January 1st to work on your relationship? Like, it's only going to get more stressful. You're in the hot. This is another, you could do this. Is, you could do this for another email. You'd be like, look, the holidays are coming. It's going to be even more stressful. And if things are already stuck for you and are already hard in your relationship, you guys can all kind of use this, right? In your relationship and your whatever problem you solve, if you're already having this problem, the holidays are going to amplify it. Because the holidays make people stress and you're going to have less time and it's going to be worse. And so you need to get the resources that you need now and you need to get extra support to go through the holidays and you should buy my coaching package. And here, here's an extra, here's a special deal I'm doing just through the end of the year for people that sign up. Yes, I love that. Love this. <laughs> yeah, I love like talking about copy and stuff. You guys ever need help pitching? I'm more than happy to help you. But yeah, I would do a whole series about not waiting until the end of the year. And Nikki, remember, you're going to have to pitch it a lot. So don't just pitch it in that one email and then be like, no one wants it. No one wants it. They would have bought it. It's like, no, you need to, you just, they just haven't seen it enough times. This is what I always say, like in my launches, like, you know, people do this all the time. And I've done this too in launches where it's like the first day and you talk about it and you put your offer out there and no one buys and you're like, no one's going to buy. Like if they were going to buy, they would have already bought, but that's not how sales works. They need to see it a bunch of times. So just remember if they haven't bought, it's just because they haven't seen it enough times. They haven't heard about it enough. And they need to see it and see you a bunch of times before they're ready to buy. And so I would put together a special offer. It's for all of you guys that want to make money, right? And rewatch that 100 air challenge. If you're in the mastermind, there is a replay of the 100 air challenge in the main mastermind portal, which was the training I did about making a $97 product and selling five of them. And so you guys can put together any price. Like the only reason I made it a $97 product was because people have so much, like people indulge in so much confusion about like what to sell and how much do I price it at and what do I do? And I'm like, I'll just fucking tell you what to do. <laughs> and it's not because that's the right price. It's just because I didn't want people to be confused. So you guys can sell anything you want and that training applies at any price point. But I'm like, if you're going to indulge in confusion about what to sell here, make a $97 thing. What can you sell for $97? Sell five of them, right? And it's just like, you can do that with any price, right? You can be like, I'm going to make a $10,000 product and sell five of them and make $50,000. I'm going to make a $1,000 product and sell two of them and make $2,000. Like you can do it with any price. It's the only thing that matters is like you being decisive, right? So when I tell you make a $97 product and sell five of them, that's just less decision-making for you guys to make. And that's why I, that's why I put it in that framework. I was like, I'm going to make some decisions for them because people are overwhelmed in having to decide and choose. But I just want you guys to understand the only reason I did that was just so you guys would have to make less decisions. You can do it with any price, with any amount, but it's just like, can you decide this is the price? It's $97. This is the offer. I'm going to sell five of them. Right. And there's something about being in that energy of being that decisive right? But you can create that on your own. You don't need me to tell you that. I mean, I can. <laughs> and I did in that training. <laughs> but you could just be like, it's $250. I'm going to sell two of them. I'm going to make $500. And, but it's like you just being decisive. But what happens, especially when people haven't sold before, is they're like, 
I don't know if it's the right price and how am I going to get people to buy blah, blah, blah. You just like skip all of that. You're like, this is the price. I'm going to sell five of them. This is the price. I'm going to sell five of them. And you don't go into this whole thing about like, is anybody going to buy? And they would have already bought. And I don't know if it's working. Blah, blah, blah. That's like not helpful, right? It's just like $97. I'm going to sell five of them. $97. I'm going to sell five of them. You just stay in that energy. The offer is $97 and it's awesome. And I'm going to sell five of them. And then you put your brain to work about like, what else can we do to sell five of them? This is a much more useful thought pattern for your brain to be on, right? Than being like, I don't know if this is working and they would have bought already. Not helpful thoughts, right? The more helpful thought is like, what else can we do? What else can we do? What else can we do? I'm going to sell five of them. I'm going to sell five of them. What else can we do? Who else can I pitch it to? Where else can we put it? Put your brain to work solving that problem. There's a solution to that. Like put it to work finding the solution. Indulging in like confusion about like, you know, and it's kind of the whiny energy too of like, maybe it's the price and no one's going to pay me and there's too many people and my niche is oversaturated and there's so many people that are better than me and my stuff's not even that good. Like that's not helpful to you. That's never going to create the result you want. What does that create? More whining, more confusion, more of that. It just creates more of that. More not getting sales ultimately, right? But what thoughts do you need to think to make sales? Right. And the thoughts that I like to use in the launch is always like, where else can we put this? How else can I pitch this? Where else can we go? What else can we do? Where else can we share this? Um, what else do we need to do? Like how, how, where, what, right? And, and focusing on that. And I like to stay in that energy. You want to stay in problem solving energy. People get in like victim energy, right? Where it's very much like, this isn't working and nothing I do works and my business isn't ever going to work. And I don't know if this is ever going to happen. And I've tried before and my last launch failed and this launch is going to fail. That is victim energy. There's no money to be made in that energy. I'm always like, those are broke ass thoughts, <laughs> right? Because those thoughts create what? More confusion, more whining and more not making money. And then you prove yourself right. This is what happens. People like get in all this drama and then they prove themselves right. And then they're like, you see, I knew we weren't going to make any money. I knew we weren't going to make money. But you were never over here in problem solving land. You were here in like victim whiny bullshit land. <laughs> right? I mean, this is what happens. I'm laughing because we like all do this, right? And we're just like, it's never going to work. And my last launch failed. And I've tried to sell things and no one has bought and blah, 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 blah. So dramatic, right? Our brains are so dramatic. Probably the most dramatic like stories. And then you do your launch, you stay in this energy, you stay in these thoughts, you never get over here in like problem solving of like, how, what, where, like, what do people need? How do I get in front of them? You never get over here. You're just over here in like victim land the whole time, right? And then you create the outcome of what? No one buying. That's what all this creates, right? No one buys. And then you use that as evidence. You're like, see, I was right. <laughs> I was right. I knew it. <laughs> and then you just strengthen your belief that this is how life is over here. When you're creating all of this, it's over here. You've got to get over here into problem solving land. It's already done. Yeah, right? It's just like, um, I love the it's already done because it helps you kind of get out of this and into this. Like, what if you, and I'm just like, just pretend you are going to sell five of them. Who cares? Like, just practice believing you're going to sell five of them. Being an entrepreneur requires you to believe things without evidence. You're creating a business that doesn't exist. You have to be able to believe that it's going to make money or you will quit. 
what I mean, why else would if you can't believe that, like you're never it's never gonna work, right? So being an entrepreneur requires you to have the skill. This is a skill that you learn in your brain, right? That requires you to have the skill of being able to believe things without evidence. This is why it's hard. This is why most people can't do it, because we're not taught how to really manage our brains at all, right? But it, you need to be able to believe things without evidence. It's a skill. That is a skill that you need to have to build a business, to be an entrepreneur, to be successful. You have to be able to believe that things are going to work without evidence when they haven't worked yet. You have to believe that it's possible and that it could work, right? Before it happens, before you have the result, you have to believe things could work before you have the result. We're always like, I'll believe people are going to buy when they buy. And it's like, well, that just creates the result of like not buying. So no one wants to be in that energy, right? You have to believe that, of course, they're going to buy. Of course they're going to buy. Like My stuff's the best in the business. Of course they're going to buy. My stuff is great. They just haven't bought yet, but they're going to buy. They're going to buy. Of course they're going to buy. Like that energy is very different than like no one's buying and it's not working. That whole thing, right? That I'm acting out for you guys. That whole thing does not create money. I promise you. I promise you. I, I coach people on this all the time. If I thought I could like, if I thought I could like leave you guys in that energy of like the whining and the drama and the stuff and I could teach you a strategy and get you results. If I thought I could get it to work, I would fucking do it. Like I'm very devoted to like getting you guys results. All I care about is getting people results. That's all I think about. It's all I care about. But I have not seen any clients take any strategy and all the strategies work. So it's like, why, why can people not get these strategies to work? Why do some people get results and other people don't? It's not the strategy's fault. The strategy's the same. Everybody's using more or less the same strategy. Why is it working for some people and not for other people, right? And it's like, I just don't see a way where you can indulge in all the drama, not manage your brain, not manage your mind, not manage your thoughts and feelings and get the result. I just don't see it working, right? And it's like, if I saw a way that I could do that, if, and I've thought, I've thought about it too, trust me. Like, and I'm like, you know, how can I get someone that's confused and stuck? How can I get them to launch and like make money? And it's like, I just, I don't see a way that I can do that for you guys. It requires you to think differently. If you want a different result, it requires you to think differently about yourself and about your product and about your life and about all of it. it and it's not easy. It's not easy work, right? But I just think it's the best way that I know how to like get people actual results. And I know these things work because they worked for me. And I'm like, it works for me, it works for anybody. <laughs> okay, you guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Be sure to be on the email list. Like I said, all month, I'm going to be doing pep talks in the Facebook about making sales. We're going to send you guys emails about making sales. I am planning a end of the year like business planning party where we're all going to plan 2023. I am getting the dates and things together for that, but that will all be available to you guys very, very soon. So just be on the lookout for that. And I hope you guys go make some sales today. I will talk to you guys soon.